Pornhub. Pornhub. The Pornhub Podcast. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Pornhub Podcast. Today's guest is superstar, and guess what? She's a soon-to-be MILF, Eva Lovia. Hey. Hey, thanks for joining us. <laughs> thanks for having me. Is that like the first time anyone has said publicly you're pregnant? Yeah, and it's the first time anyone's like referred to me as like a MILF or a future MILF, and that was kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wait, no, but actually it's accurate. <laughs> I know, I'm like kind of still getting used to it yeah it's strange you're like I feel like I'm not qualified yeah I, I don't know that I don't know that that part ever goes away like I still have moments where like holy shit I have a kid <laughs> like it's kind of weird yeah it's really strange but congratulations thank you and I thought like maybe I thought you and I could have a really interesting conversation because you actually are deciding to shoot porn all throughout your pregnancy I know. So that was like a pretty long conversation my husband and I had. And honestly, like I felt like I didn't have a super strong opinion either way. So I'm like, why not? Like my only reason not to would be because of other people's reactions. Mm-hmm. Um, so was your husband like pro the whole time or was he kind of back and forth? Or He's back and forth and he's still not like a hundred percent like excited about it. Like he's mm-hmm. like, man, like I wish like you know, maybe there was another way to like make this kind of income and like not have to even think about it. But I'm like, why? I was like, why do you have an issue? And he's like, oh, there's just going to be so many people that have opinions. I'm like they already do though. Like the people that have a negative opinion about me shooting while I'm showing probably already aren't thrilled that I'm, you know, in porn. That's actually something um, that Bonnie Rotten taught me too is because she and I, I think when Bonnie had a kid, she initially stopped shooting and then she came back like once her kid was a little bit mm-hmm. older and I asked her why, you know, how she made the decision to come back into shooting porn. And she was like, you know, like the people with negative opinions already have those opinions because I've shot right. porn. It doesn't matter to them like, oh, I'm only doing girl, girl, or now I've quit. Like none of those things matter. Like once to certain people once you've done porn. It's right, like, it's like a permanent it. forever thing. Mm-hmm. Right. So, I mean, I think for sure that's right. And also there's a part of me that's like, I'm also kind of like, well, this is like the most feminist thing I can do. Totally, like, yeah. Like it's the entirely like your body, your decision, like your vagina doesn't close up just because you're mm-hmm. pregnant. Right. <laughs> why, why do you think people see shooting porn pregnant as like, a bad thing. Uh, I think there's a lot of reasons and I think one of them is like they have this idea that your body is like now your baby's and I'm like my baby's mm-hmm. borrowing my body <laughs> like you know what I mean like it's still my decision <laughs> like I still have executive control over everything you know. Yeah he's like and he's not even like renting <laughs> it he's like airbnb <laughs> it. Exactly. Like this is very Super temporary. temporary. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I I felt the same way, like, you know, same as, like, your husband. I kind of went back and forth on it for a really long time. And and even, like, I remember way before I ever even wanted to have a kid, I was kind of like, well, that's weird when people shoot mm-hmm. pregnant. Like, I had those 
like biases myself. Oh, totally. Until it happened to me. And then I was like, wait a second. I'm still super horny. I still want to do porn. Like, No, totally. Fuck? I was kind of the same way. Like if I saw it, it was like, oh, that's kind of like an interesting fetish. Like I can't really get it um like from either end and then once it happened I was like well of course of course like there's still sex and of course there's still masturbating and of course you know what I mean it doesn't just go away um and I get it It, it's weird because I actually have I like pregnant porn like I and so it's super weird like I would always say like oh I like watching it but I wouldn't do it I've never like (laughs) seen a like a full-on pregnant porno I guess I should probably dive into that I have, um, and and I used to when I was little. I used to get really horny for pregnant <laughs> women, <laughs> like without even knowing how babies were made. I was just like, there is something really like hot and like sexual about pregnant women. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Are you are you showing a little us? bit? So it's funny because like people who don't like know me that well, they're like, you don't look pregnant at all. And then people that know me are like, oh, congratulations, you have a regular body now. <laughs> how 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 pregnant are you? Um, I'm about to be 17 weeks. Yeah. Okay. So you're like almost Yeah, like I mean through. my pants stopped fitting like probably like three weeks ago. You're kind of at the worst part. <laughs> because mm-hmm. it's like you feel like you're just you just ate yeah because like from like from funny. like a dead like straight on point like I don't look pregnant like I still have my waist and everything but from the side mm-hmm. it's like thick <laughs> it's thick yeah I know what you mean and then also like for shooting it's weird because it's like well I am pregnant and this is like a pregnancy <laughs> video but probably for like the people with the pregnancy it's not doing fetish, it. they're like this is not enough (laughs) it's not enough for them and then the regular people are like oh you're getting a little chubby like oh just wait that's not what you think it is (laughs) I wonder where the pregnancy fetish even comes from like is it a fetish or is it just like like I for example like I like pregnancy porn but I wouldn't I wouldn't call it my fetish like I it's like I also like right No, I think a fetish kind of, like, takes control of, like, your sexual desires instead of just, like, taking a place in it. Like, like you know what I mean? Like, people Mm -hmm. with, like, a foot fetish, like, that's all they want to see. So, if, like, that's the only thing you're watching, then I would say it's a fetish. But if it's, like, part of your collection, then I think that's fine. Like, it's normal. I wonder, like, at what point in a person's life does that develop? Uh, I would say, well, like, at least for men, like, there's probably, like, mommy issues, like, so maybe, like, earlier for that, or um, what me and my husband were talking about is, like, a lot of women, when they get pregnant, like, they don't want to be sexual at all, they don't want to be intimate at all, so I think, like, a lot of those guys feel like they're missing out on, like, this really crucial and, like, unique opportunity, so, like, then they have to turn to the mm. internet, because, like, where else are you going to experience that if, like, your partner's not giving it to you? Right. Right, that's true. And I guess, like, anytime you can't have something, that becomes the thing that... Right, like, it's the only thing you think about. I'm trying to think, like, like, what I always found hot about pregnant women, and I really, like, cannot put my finger on it. Like, it, it's just, it just makes me horny. That's it. (laughs) Like, I can't, there's nothing specific about it. Is it more like the idea of, like, a pregnant woman, or it's, like, the bump? The bump is crucial. The bump is crucial, but I don't know if the bump is crucial because of, like, what it represents. Right. 
Because I used to, I used to also really, um, when I was little, I remember like if someone announced their pregnancy, that really did it for me too. Oh, really? Like, yeah. Like I don't know, but I, I remember like if like I found out someone was pregnant, I would like replay that moment over and over in my head. Maybe it's like and an intimacy thing. Do you think it'd be like an intimacy thing? I, I really don't know. Cause like it's like, like if you. I don't know if you think about it like that's like such a moment between like partners right and it's transformative I don't know yeah it is kind of like these two people love each other so much and they made a baby like maybe it's you're just really romantic <laughs> maybe <laughs> yeah let's, let's let's say that I'm just really romantic <laughs> um it, did, were you like, were you guys like planning on having a baby or? No. So is actually like. Is that rude to ask? No, no. So um, we actually thought like I was infertile. Like we kind of like started taking steps for like fertility, um, like health, like no, nothing oh, okay. intense, like not shots or anything that far. Like it was supposed to be like a two year plan before we started trying. And then we went to Puerto Rico for uh, my husband's birthday and I was so sick. And I'm like, what if I'm pregnant? And we just laughed about it. Cause I'm like, yeah, right. Like that's not going to happen. And then I took a test and we we're definitely pregnant. <laughs> so, yeah. Whoa. It was crazy. How far into the two year plan was um, that? Like six months. <laughs> so we were, oh we my were God. really ahead of schedule, but that's great. It's great. But I'm like a neurotic planner. So I'm like, into Chinese zodiac, and I'm like, it's the wrong sign, and they're not gonna, get, they're not gonna get along with me. Like, like I'm psycho about it. So it like really is like testing like my personal issues with that. I I also have these personal <laughs> issues, and I also like to control everything. Like, I remember when Stormy told me about having a kid. <clears throat> this was like way before I wanted to get pregnant, but like she was telling me that she. And Stormy's also very much, you know, like us. And she was telling me that she planned her pregnancy in a way where, like, she could, she would get pregnant, have the baby, have enough time to lose the baby weight, and then go to ABN. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. And I remember just thinking, like, wow, like, that's how I would do it. That's the totally. right way to do it. Obviously, right. I, I didn't. But, right. um, and, and now, like, looking back, I see how, like, incredibly lucky you have to be to even be able to plan something like that. So lucky. But, like, weirdly, ever since I got pregnant, like, I have less control issues because everything is so out of my hands that, like, I've kind of gone the other That's way. That's good, though. I'm hoping that happens to me because it still isn't, like, it hasn't, like, fully sank in. Like, I still am trying to, like, micromanage, like, everything that I think I can. So it hasn't, right, like, calmed right, down yet. Right, 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 right. So I actually want to talk about like the kind of porn you've been shooting, which is also the kind of porn I've been shooting. Um, I see you as kind of like the new kind of porn star, which is you're producing all your own shit. You're not really shooting like mainstream porn, like with the big studios. And you do like Snapchat and your own website. Like, is was that a conscious decision, like to on, to only do your own shit or like? Like, how, how did that... So, I out? actually... I started working on my site before I actually got into, like, mainstream porn. Um, but I think I had, like, a similar story where, like, there was, like, webmaster issues. And like, I felt like the, I reached a cap as far as, like, my audience went without shooting mainstream. So, then that's when I started shooting for mm -hmm. big companies. 
Um, and it was super fun at first. Like I had a great time. And then like the longer you're in something, I think it's almost like any other relationship. Like you start to notice like a lot of flaws and certain ones are like deal breakers and certain ones aren't. So I just started coming across Mm -hmm. like too many deal breakers for me to like kind of stay in. Like what? So I'm like a very opinionated person. It's like very difficult to get me to do something if I don't want to. So I've never been in a situation Mm -hmm. where I got bullied into like doing something in a scene or um, I left a scene like feeling any kind of like regret because I would always like stop it before it got there. But too often, like, Mm -hmm. I saw that happening on, like, really big sets, and I would try to say something, especially when I was contracted, and then, like, I was the bad guy. Um, And I was like, I just don't want to be, like, associated with this, or, like, the types of scenes that they were trying to get me to shoot where the girl just looks ridiculous, Mm -hmm. like, in a comedic way. Um, It's just, like, not my personality or, like, the brand that I wanted, so I started taking steps to kind of, like, leave. Like, it was a thought-out plan for sure. Mm -hmm. And do you think, like... I mean, is is this, like, the new – is this the future of porn, do you think? Like, because I, I feel like more and more people are not really shooting for studios unless, like – I mean, like, a lot of people are like, oh, yeah, I'll shoot, like, four times a year for browsers just to get mm-hmm. the promo. And then, you know, the rest of the time I'm just, like, doing my own Snapchat, my own website, my own Model Hub page, whatever, like – do you think that's, like, the future? I think so. I think, like, the day of, like, a traditional porn star has, like, kind of been gone. Um, and I think until, like, big companies want to, like, take care of, like, the girls more, like, from a financial standpoint especially, like, it's just not going to – the old way is not going to continue. Just because if you can sit at home and, like, masturbate on your couch and make more than you would on 12 hours on, like, you know, a big production, like, why would you – that's not even a choice, you know? Right. So, yeah. Right, right. Especially, like, if, like, that's not what you came to porn to do. Like, finance I, – I, I mean, everyone gets into porn for a different reason. But, like, if, if, if your goal wasn't to, like, go to set and, like, get your makeup done and do all that, like, then really what – No, totally. For the girls that are, like, chasing, like, fame, quote-unquote, because I guess, like, fame is, like, a relative thing, but their version of fame – then of course they're going to want to go to browsers or they're going to want to go to reality kings and like, they're not going to get like what they're looking for Mm -hmm. from Snapchat. Um, But it's, you're going to have to ask like what your why is. What, what is like, what's like a regular day for you? Like, do you, I I think people would be really curious to know, like I get asked all the time, like what is a day in the life of a porn star? Like, and I'm like, Oh, it's pretty unglamorous. Like (laughs) you get up super early, you clean your asshole for an hour (laughs) You know, you go to set, you get your makeup done, and then you have to take photos and do all this boring shit before you actually get to have sex. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Like, what, what, what is, like, this new wave of porn stars day like? It's so much better. It is so much better. Like, so I was, for a good chunk of my, um, like, my mainstream career, I was contracted to, like, a production porn set. So, like, it, everything was, like, a 12-hour day. Like, there was no such day as, like, a, mm-hmm. a what do you call them? So I can't even think of the name. Uh, well no the other ones like like a gonzo right yes so I didn't get to that's how long you've been (laughs) (laughs) I haven't even like I never got to really do like the gonzo like in and out real rough quick sex like it was always like acting and stills and like I spent more time Mm -hmm. trying to memorize lines than I was actually having sex so um it went from mm-hmm. like 12 to 16 hour days being freezing, eating chips, like if you're lucky, to now like I'm at home, I get to do my day to day stuff, like boring things like go to the gym, emails, like 
clean, cook, and then maybe spend like an hour working on like my website or Snapchat. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I feel like using my Mm -hmm. Hitachi today. So let's take that out. Right. Yeah. It is kind of like the perfect stay at home (laughs) job. Like I, so I, I'm also not like, I haven't shot mainstream porn in a few years now, Mm -hmm. like you, and I'm, I'm doing like the same thing. And it's like, I loved like for me, like when I got into shooting porn, like I wouldn't have had it any other way. Like I loved mm-hmm. being on set. And like even now, like if I go like shoot BTS on a set or like do an interview or whatever, there are moments where I'm like, man, I kind of mm-hmm. miss this. Like I-, I just like the environment. I-, I like fucking in front of people. Like I love all that stuff. But like as an overall lifestyle, like it doesn't it doesn't beat No, this. Like, definitely not. You can shoot stuff on your own cell phone. You do it literally whenever you're horny. There's no schedule. No. Yeah, um, it's like literally you pull out your phone and like if you feel like take. I like buy toys now and I like make the excuse that it's like a work investment and it is because I'm filming with it. But I'm 100%. like, I really want that three hundred dollar dildo and it's ridiculous, but I'm gonna buy it anyways to justify it. Mm-hmm. Totally. Like I just did, um, I just masturbated. Do you know what a theremin yes, is? Yes, I saw that and I was like, how the <laughs> hell is her clit not going to burn off? Because I use it on my shoulders. <laughs> so Yeah, it's but like also it's like kind of a write-off now because I did technically use it <laughs> totally, for Totally, there's evidence. Even though it doesn't feel like it at all. And by the way, it is really strong and I don't, I don't really <laughs> I recommend was, it. I thought you were brave. For your yeah, that was a brave move. Yeah, I don't know what I was thinking. Especially because even the Hitachi is kind of strong to me. Mm-hmm. Like, even that, like, I like to put a blanket in between me <laughs> and the Hitachi. So I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. Yeah, that's intense. So it sounds like you'll never go back to No, there before. would have to be, like, a huge shift in, like, the way that they kind of do things. I don't know. I think everyone has, like, a different experience. I unfortunately think I had, like, a lot more bad than good towards the end, and then that's why I was, like, I Mm -hmm. just need to get out because it's no longer fun Mm -hmm. for me, and that was, like, kind of what I always told myself is I would do it so long as I was, like, still enjoying the process, you know? Yeah, I definitely think when the job is, like, you know, your body, you should do what you enjoy, Mm -hmm. like, as soon as you're compromising that, it's just bad. Totally. And then it's, like, no different than any other job. Like, right, like the reason I didn't take, like, a typical 9 to 5 is because, like, that is not enjoyable for me. So, like, at some point, you know, you just have to make that decision. Totally. So, when you – so, you say you started your website before you ever shot mainstream porn. Like, were you – were you already with your husband? We were dating. Um, so I was like webcamming and then I was actually only doing like implied. So like, you know, like that fetish where like, you're like, oh, I might show you a nipple, but I'm not going to. Like I was that girl for a okay. while. And the money was actually surprisingly great. Um, I just started getting a little bit bored of it. And I like wanted to experience like what it would be like to be on like a real set and like be a porn star. Cause like it's still porn, but like, I don't think that qualifies you with like for that title. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. You know, it's interesting because I think everyone defines the word porn star differently. Like a lot of people are even like, even if you do porn, you can't be a porn star unless mm-hmm. X, Y, Z, mm-hmm. like unless you do anal or, or unless you win awards or whatever. <laughs> but like, what, how do you, how do you define porn star? Um, I feel like that's like an ever evolving thing, but like the truest form is someone who not only is doing it because like they want to and like they really have a presence in their scenes, but 
they make a business out of it. I think like that's the biggest thing because if you talk about like mm. most girls, they come in, they burn out, they may end up losing money often because they don't know what taxes are. Mm-hmm. And like that's not a porn star. Porn star is like a boss. Like she brands herself. I think that's like the biggest difference. I guess that's true of anything. Like even like like let's say like a writer. Like if you don't make if you're not making a profit writing, like, are you a writer? And mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Like, I don't know the answer, but. Yeah, I guess. It's, or, or even an actress. Like, yeah. if. See, and again, I feel like you until have. Until the point you, you make to be, money acting. Right. It has to be, like, your main source of income. Mm-hmm. Yes. That makes yeah. sense. So, was it, when you made the jump from, like, implied into full-on porn, was your husband cool with it? Or, like, was that, how, how do you even bring, wait, first of all, are you guys. Swingers? So, okay, so we're not swingers. We're, like, in an open relationship. Um, yeah, so, okay. I mean, he hasn't really taken advantage of that, which is, like, surprising as I thought he would. Like, I've taken advantage of it way more than he has, like, privately, <laughs> and then, like, I start to feel bad. Um, but, like, with him, it's mostly, like, threesomes. Like, that's, like, his, like, fetish. Like, he's such, like, a like a simple guy when it comes to his sexual appetite. Like, just two girls, three girls, and he is, like – happy as can be he doesn't right. really like, want to do it by himself because like he loves like girl girl too so like if I'm like with a woman then like he you know he can't be any happier like that's like the time of his life like yeah. watching that like watching yeah. his wife right. be with another chick I find that so I've been in like mostly nothing but open relationships my whole life and I find that like first of all I also find that I'm always the one taking advantage <laughs> of it more and I also feel like there's a part of me that thinks, like, I hate to, like, generalize, especially when it comes to, like, gender and, like, oh, women are like this, men are like that. But, like, in my experience, a lot of times, like, when men are allowed to have something, like, it becomes, like, way less desirable. Oh, totally. 100%. Like, he, b- before we made the decision to be open, because we, we had started, like, monogamous, he was, like, the biggest flirt. I would be, like, worried that he was, like, out there, like, being bad. And then, like, we had the discussion before I made the switch to boy-girl. And I was, like, you know, fair is fair. Like, I don't really understand um, when girls are, you know, porn stars and they're in this industry and then they're man at home or their girl at home isn't allowed to like be with other people and like oh it's still sex right Mm -hmm. so um we had the decision that what we thought was fair is you know we both got to partake but once that happened he's just like stay at home guy like you know works from home doesn't like go out to the bars really like like what happened like the whole point was like for you to go enjoy this and he just doesn't yeah right Hold on, your husband works for Yeah, home. so he has um like a software start startup right now, which I like don't don't recommend okay. to anybody because it's the most stressful thing on the planet. Um but yeah, so he just works on that from home. Oh my god. So you're like with a totally real life. Totally, dude. yeah. Yeah. Not like anything crazy, no like because you know a lot of girls too will they'll find guys with like these insane fetishes that like compliment theirs. Like I I don't know, it's just mm-hmm. like so plain. Yeah, so normal. typical married couple, really. I think I, I'm in, like, a pretty normal relationship myself. Like, my husband is just, like, not in porn. He's not, like, anyone famous or anything like that. And he also works <laughs> from home. And, like, I feel like people are always so shocked to hear that, like, I'm like, yeah, I'm with, like, a regular dude. Like, it's not 
and they're like, what? I think they can't like wrap their heads around the fact that like a normal person would want to be with someone like who's done porn or in totally. Porn. And it's, I don't know. It makes me sad because I'm like, you just have to like kind of expand like your way of thinking. You know what I mean? Like it, everything can't be like what society has told you is okay because a lot of that like doesn't Mm -hmm. have warranted reasons so I think when like you really Mm -hmm. talk about like love like true love like that's kind of that's consistent with freedom so it's like just because someone like wants to go and enjoy this thing on the side they it doesn't take away from like what you have because it's kind of like if you have multiple children like loving one isn't taking love away from the other it's not like a Mm zero-sum game so yeah right 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 it definitely takes the guy to like be really like emotionally confident and mature oh yeah to like even be able to Mm -hmm. see that um do you I I hate when people ask me this question but I'm gonna ask you because I I never have an answer is the reason why I hate it do you think like you'll continue shooting porn for one until like you have after you have the kid and like also how long uh so that's something like I I keep thinking about again I think it goes into like my over planning (laughs) um but Mm I I don't know I think like part of it it goes back to as long as like I'm enjoying it then why not and like while there's like still money to be made and I'm having fun um but I think like either I would have to stop making money stop like enjoying the process or it just like would have to like not make sense to continue like let's say if like you know, my husband's software company blows up to anything that he thinks it's going to be, then it's like, it just, it doesn't make sense. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Right, 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 right. So I guess it's just like anything else, like with or without the Right, kid. I just kind of have to like figure it out. If it makes the, sense. The, yeah, the kid's not going to be like the deciding factor if I like continue or not. Right, I guess that's yeah, what I was asking. no, I don't think so. Um, Have you already thought? thought about like how you'll tell your kid about porn or so I think like we've definitely talked about it like his parents have brought it up and I'm like this Mm -hmm. kid's the size of an avocado right now I think we're jumping the gun even for me but um I think it's like one of those things where if you like raise them to just be like kind and like open-minded and not like so super judgmental that by the time that like sex is like a topic that it's not going to be like as taboo to them if that makes sense I feel like I wish you were my next door neighbor because like I I feel like we think really similarly <laughs> on all those things like I, I I say the same exact thing like I I don't know how I'll tell my kid either but like also my wish is to raise him in a way that he's like woke <laughs> and a feminist and like sex positive and non-judgmental that like when it does start coming up like it might be shocking but like I hope that like he he isn't like disgusted by it or judgmental of it or horrified by it. Right, it's just like kind of giving them the tools to like process it once they're old enough. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Totally. Like yeah, like it's something I talk about in therapy a lot and I'm I'm like I'm so glad I'm like doing therapy while going through this so that I have someone like to talk to and talk me through it and I don't know, like, it's just, it's it's definitely, I don't know, I get asked that a lot, and I'm always like, I have no idea, really, 
Yeah, because I mean, if you think about it, most people's opinions, they are like based off of the culture that they they were raised in. So it's not like you're born mm-hmm. thinking that these things are bad or that that has something to do with like your ethics or your morality. It's just if you raise them to like be a free thinker and like formulate these like judgments on their own and not like just pigeonhole people, then it shouldn't be a problem. And then if it is and you like tackle it when it happens, but you know, everyone goes through and I, I hate my mom phase or I hate my dad phase. And usually it's just like for right. their existence. So like if, if it can be right. because I w- did a porno here and there and like that's like the our biggest turbulent time, then I think that I did pretty good. Yeah, that's true. It's like literally a part of their development to like rebel against right. their parents and like find their own independence. Were you like, what are your parents like? Like, were you raised in a very like sex positive household? Uh, that's kind of like there's not like a black and white answer to that one. So um, my dad's Japanese and that's like super, super strict. Um, And then my Mm -hmm. mom has always kind of been like overly sexual, like just in how she dresses and her mannerisms. Um, And they had like Mm -hmm. a really weird, like, I don't want to say, yeah. Like, so he was kind of a dom, but not in like a healthy way. I would say like he dressed her and like, she only like did what yeah Whoa. yeah like it was re- and like he would take photos of her that were like super explicit like I just remember like finding this box under the bed one time so like they had a hypersexual relationship um but at the same interesting I know but at the same time like she wasn't allowed to like be sexual like outside of him if that made sense so yeah. it's like like it was for his eyes to- only. Yeah, or if he like if he wanted to like tote her around like a like a doll kind of a thing. So it was on his, on his, like right, his on property. His so it wasn't necessarily sexually open because she I don't think had like the sexual freedom, but it was definitely like abnormal. Do you think she is that like what she wanted? I have no idea. They met when she was so young that I feel like she was still like super malleable. So like maybe a lot of those like decisions were influenced and not necessarily like her own. Because that sounds like actually super romantic. I think it could, it totally could be. It's just, it's, it's, if the you intention. want it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's like the intention behind it. But for him, I think it was more of like an ego thing and less of like, a, like the love that you would give your, a sub, for example. Yeah. Right. Has that relationship like dynamic influenced your own at all? Like, are you super submissive or dominant? or whatever because of it I actually never thought about that but um with men like I definitely like to be the submissive one like I like when a guy is kind of like tells me what to do or kind of takes control like in the bedroom like that's really Mm -hmm. hot to me but with women like I tend to be a lot more aggressive so it's weird because I'm like I, I, I flip are we the same person we might be I'm the same exact way. Like, I really enjoy being dominant with women, but I mean, I enjoy being submissive or dominant with a woman, but like with a man, I cannot enjoy being dominant. Oh, no. Like, it feels so unnatural. I'm, I'm like, what a fraud I am <laughs> telling you to do things. Like, <laughs> yeah, I just like don't enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I I don't even like being on top. Well, I don't, but that's because I'm lazy. <laughs> yeah, well, that, okay, that's probably what it is. Because actually, I, I think about this all the time, but, like, being submissive is so much easier than being dominant. <laughs> like, being dominant is actually really, really, like, mentally and physically exhausting. Oh, definitely. 
But I think that's why probably, <clears throat> like, you know how, like, the stereotype of, like, a submissive man, like, with a dominatrix, like, they, they say oftentimes he's, like, the CEO of a big company or, like, someone who has to be in control in a lot of their mm -hmm. lives so they become submissive sexually. Like, maybe that's why because they just need to relax somewhere. I mean, it makes sense. It's always made sense to me. And, like, it's, like, your one opportunity where you can kind of be vulnerable and not, like, be judged by your peers kind of a thing. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, when I was pregnant, there were so many things I was, like, super shocked by, like – my pussy was wet for like the entire 10 months oh my and God. not in a horny way me yet. too like it was just like yeah what is that it, it was just like and it's not like I was like ooh, I'm so wet it's like no like my pussy is so fucking like, wet like soaking why? the whole time what's up and it's not pee no, either I, sometimes it's pee but like not this always this morning I got up like, and I was like changing to like go work out and I start going down the stairs I'm like oh my god did I just pee myself I ran yes. to the bathroom and it okay. wasn't pee. It's just my vagina is so wet all the time. Yeah. All the time. So, like, stuff like that. Like, is there anything else that you're, like, surprised about? Um, I'm surprised at how massive my tits already are. And I, like, keep waiting for oh my them God. to stop. And apparently they don't. So that's... Wait, but your tits are already massive. I know. It's scary right now. You're very lucky. You know they're going to get even bigger. I've heard that, and I'm really not looking. Like, they're heavy, so I'll sleep on my back still right now. And, like, if I get up mm -hmm. in the middle of the night, just from them, like, not being, like, weighted, if I stand up, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to tip over. Like, it is, like, so <laughs> heavy. I mean, that's kind of a great problem. Uh, it is, but not for my back. Yeah. Definitely not for my I'm not there yet. My tits are definitely, like, way bigger than before I had the baby. But I'm still not at the point of, like, backing. Oh, man. Which I'm super jealous of. Oh, my God. No. Like, my dream is to have tits so big that my That's back so funny hurts. you say that because, like, your boobs – like, you went really modest with your boob job. I know. Because when I first got them, I was like, oh, this is good. Like, I, I wasn't in porn. Okay. Okay. So um, – and, and also, like, I'm from New York. Like, people don't really have boob jobs mm -hmm. in New York. So – my idea of big tits were was like very different than it is now. Like now that I've done porn and I've lived in LA and I've also lived in Florida, I'm you like You want those voluptuous boobs. Oh man, yeah, like tits can't be big enough. <laughs> but um yeah. If if I were to do it over, I'd go way bigger. Oh man. See, I like think the opposite now. And I think it's just cuz I'm like so uncomfortable. Right. Yeah, that's the other thing. Pregnancy is like it's pretty uncomfortable like it's I don't know like I always felt like for example I am a back sleeper mm -hmm. and like you know how at a certain point you're supposed to like flip to your side mm -hmm. like that was horrible for me see I've always I like moved that. so I don't see that being like too awful and I'm not like big enough to where like I'm uncomfortable from that like the first like few months sucked like I was just so sick um, mm -hmm. like this is never going to go away. And right now, aside from like looking like a little bit chubby in the middle, like I don't feel pregnant. Mm-hmm. So that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also you're really lucky cause your husband works from home. Oh my and God. You work from home. Yeah. I like, I don't know. Like, how. can you imagine? No, I can't, can't imagine <laughs> it. All. I like, how do other people do this? I have no idea. I don't know either. Like I, 
especially in the first trimester and the third trimester, I, every single day, I, I remember I kept thinking like, I can't imagine if I had to go somewhere right now. Mm -mm. Like I would just have to like, not, <laughs> I just have to like quit my job or something. Yeah. Cause in the beginning when we uh, first found out that I was pregnant, we were like trying to decide if I was going to shoot or not. I was like, on this mm -hmm. crazy mission to shoot as much content as possible possible so that I would be done by the time I started showing and then just take that time off. And then mm -hmm. I didn't realize how sick I was going to feel and how impossible that was going to be. Yeah. So I was like, man, I can't even get off the couch to shoot like a solo right now. Like imagine if I had to like go to work, like how? Right. Yeah. I, I really do feel like Women deserve to get a lot more time off. Oh, and paid paid time during off. and after. Yeah. So, did you read in all those like, like mommy books or pregnancy books, like the section on like how to tell your boss and what happens if you get fired? I'm like, I can't believe that this is stuff that we still are talking about. It's a fucking thing. It's crazy. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. Also, like you know, in other countries, they get like a year of maternity. Yeah, I was seeing. Where was it? Like Switzerland. Or Sweden, they get like three. Yeah, yeah, it's all those crazy. places. I'm like, why are we not caught up to that? Even Canada gets a year, I think. I mean, you should. I believe. Yeah, especially like for me, and I did the same thing as you. Like, as soon as I found out I was pregnant, because I didn't know what I was gonna do, I was like, all right, we're on a mission now. Like, I'm gonna go to a hotel every week. Like, I'm gonna shoot content everywhere I go like you know just doing everything I'm gonna shoot the shit out of mm -hmm. myself so I can take time off later but like same I felt so sick that I couldn't do anything and then also I I, I also didn't realize how good I would feel in the second trimester and how much like I would want to mm -hmm. shoot like I didn't anticipate that either and then I don't know like I shot right up until the very end of my pregnancy like Pretty much, like, I think a couple of days before I even gave birth, I was, I was, like, sh still shooting. So stuff. you weren't, like, completely, like, just immobile during your third uh, trimester? No, not at all. The first trimester for me is what okay. sucked because I didn't feel good. Um, but by the time the second trimester came around, I felt great. The third trimester, I was really tired, but, but like, one, I was still horny, and two, I, I just... I didn't feel like I wasn't nauseated. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like I wasn't. It's the like, worst part so far for me. Yeah, that honestly, like that was the worst part. And then, and then also, like this thing <laughs> kept happening to me in the third trimester, where like I was reading all these things about how women, like a lot of women, their water breaks before they're ready to give birth. So I got it into my head to like be worried mm -hmm. about this, and like, and. You know, like when you're pregnant, you can't get pregnant twice. So it was like cream pie city <laughs> over here. And like, so my husband would like cream pie me. And then like, and then you know how like the cum like drips mm -hmm. out slowly throughout the rest of the <laughs> yeah. day? That would happen. And I was like, oh my God, is my water breaking? <laughs> and I was like so paranoid the whole time. But once my water did break for real, I realized I was like, okay, like, I didn't have to be worried at all because this is so different and come slowly dripping out my brain. Oh my god, that's one of my one of my husband's like favorite things to do. If I have like a busy day of like errands, like he will make a point to make sure he comes in me, and I'm like, this is so uncomfortable. You have no idea. <laughs> so you have to like yeah. carry it around. Extra in you. panties in your purse. Yeah, that's romantic. 
I think that's making his own way. <laughs> like that's that's real love. Uh, um, so we're at the point in the podcast where I usually do a segment called "Let's Talk About Me," where I usually talk about myself. But I thought um, we could do something a little bit different today because when I was pregnant, I had like a million billion questions for all other women who had either had a kid or have kids or whatever. And especially like if they were in the Mm -hmm. industry. So I thought instead of let's talk about me, if you have any (laughs) questions for me, I'll gladly Oh, where do I even start? Okay, so um, let's talk. Oh my God, thank God you have questions. Okay, so I've been reading a lot about the perennial massages. Um, Yeah. I can't find any videos that aren't like crazy robotic and with like a really weird just stick figure. Like where did you find these crazy videos that you were talking about? Um, I actually don't really remember. I'm like, I'll just shoot a video. And <laughs> just send do it that. To you. <laughs> um, I, I mean, I, I'll do that anyway. But like, yeah, that's so. First of all, the perennial massage I think really helped because I didn't tear, and I had a crazy long labor. Like I was in labor for 21 hours, and I was crowning for like, like. I want to say like two or three hours. Oh like it was my crazy. God. Yeah. And I thought for sure, I was like, there's no way I'm like the way it felt. I was like, there's no way I'm not tearing. Like there's just no way. And then I, I didn't. And it's crazy. Like to the point where literally the day after I gave birth, I just wanted to like see what was going on <laughs> down there. So I looked in the mirror, I sat in front of the mirror and like my vagina looked exactly the same. Like it's crazy. Um, and like, like to the point, I even took a picture of it on Snapchat. That's so weird. Because I was like, "Oh, it's ready." Yeah. Um, you might be an outlier, but on I that, think though. Uh, I think the perennial massage mm-hmm. helped. I also think the fact that I have a lot of sex in general mm-hmm. helped. Um, and then, um, but yeah, so the perennial massage, you just like take your thumbs and like it. It, it doesn't feel good. I will say that. Like me and my husband were really excited to start it because we were like. <laughs> We're like, ooh, it'll be like a little kinky thing, but it wasn't. It was really painful, painful, tedious, and kind of boring. Like, so basically, like, if he's gonna do it for you, he just takes his thumbs and he puts his thumbs inside your pussy, and then like, and then imagine like the two thumbs are facing mm-hmm. down, like toward your asshole if you're laying on your back, and then he just pushes straight down toward your asshole, and then he holds it there for like. I forget how long it was, but like, let's Mm -hmm. say a minute. And then he spreads them out like to the right and the left for like a minute. And then, and then that's pretty much it. Like it's, it's less of a massage and more just like pulling it down and out and stretching it. But for me, it really worked. So, and, and it also kind of prepared me for like what it would feel like to have that area stretched out. Like, um, so yeah. Oh man. Yeah, I know. It's, it's, that part's, it's not as sexy as you would think. So, and then you went back to having sex pretty quickly, right? For me, um, I waited the six weeks, um, which is like what was recommended on Google. And how was it for like your Um, experience of that? Like, was it like painful or did it feel the same for you? Um, so for me, it did, it, the first time we had sex, like it wasn't without pain, like it wasn't, but it also wasn't like. 
a lot of people say it feels like losing your virginity all over again. And for me, it was not like that. Like I didn't, it, it wasn't that painful. Um, but it was kind of like, I might get a UTI, like, <laughs> yeah. that, you know, yeah. that feeling. Um, but, but I didn't. So that's good. Um, like I, I didn't get a UTI, which I, for some reason, totally thought I would. It also, I was also scared of like the burn factor and it didn't burn because I guess by six weeks, like you're totally not, mm -hmm. you're not like raw like that. Um, or I wasn't anyway. So it, it, and then like my clit is weirdly more sensitive now and I come easier from clitoral stimulation than I did before. Hmm. So that's weird and unexpected because it's not like, I don't know, like you don't really think the clit has anything to do with like birthing no. a baby, I guess. But sex definitely um, feels different for me already. Like, I don't know if you notice like a difference like super early on into pregnancy, but like for me, I would say probably like, right before the beginning of my second trimester. I'm like, it just feels different inside there. For me, like, I don't know if it felt different, like, in my vagina, but it felt, like, I just, I just felt different. Like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, because, like, one, he can't, like, totally lay on top mm -hmm. of you anymore. You know what I mean? Because, like, there's a baby in there and you don't want to crush it or whatever. But like, so like stuff like that feel, felt different, but I didn't, I didn't feel any difference in my vagina. My husband, however, um, cause I was like, you need to be straight up, like super honest with me. Like, I don't care if it's like so loose that you can't feel anything. I need right. to know. Um, and he said, he, he told me that it does in fact feel different. He said that it feels like we're having sex for like the fourth time that day. Okay. So, but like, I mean, he, he didn't say it was like horrible or anything like that. I don't know if he would actually. <laughs> but you started doing your Kegels, but, um, right? Yeah, I'm doing Kegels. Um, I started using like those weighted mm -hmm. Kegel balls. I I don't I don't know like um, how necessary it is because like I, I noticed like or or he noticed that like it's with time like it's definitely definitely like. Like, at the six-week mark, it was still, like, he was, like, yeah, it feels like we're having sex for the fourth time. But now he's, like, yeah, it's, like, pretty much almost oh, wow. normal. Um, and now I'm four months out. Yeah, I gave birth four months ago. So it's it's definitely, like, I, I think... I don't know. I wonder if it'll like totally get back to normal. Well, have know. you seen that thing? It's uh, you can go to like any kind of like med spa or um, like regular plat. You, yes. Yeah, it's like a heated dildo that they put in you. Yes, it's a. I think it's a radio frequency machine, right? That or, yeah, some yeah. I think it's either radio frequency or. La I think it's a laser. Laser or something. So there's always that. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. And I do plan on doing that. The result of I already apparently that really I've seen works. the pictures and like even just like the outside changes, like it just kind of like it yeah. shrinks everything up. I wanted to do that. Um, so I, I'm like such an easy sell when it comes to anything to do with like fat, skin, um, look younger, mm -hmm. like any of those things. Like I walk into a spa thinking like, what can I Same. buy? Um, <laughs> so. So I remember like them trying to sell that to me when I was in porn. And I remember thinking like, oh, I'm going to do that once I'm out of porn because the last thing I need right now is a smaller vagina. <laughs> like that would only 
That would be bad right. for work. And then I forgot about it until you just mentioned oh it. Oh my right gosh. I, that's like been on the back of my mind. I'm like, that's going to be one of the first things I do as soon as I, they clear it. Yeah. But, but you know what I will say, and I know this matters to you because like you're shooting, but like it, it doesn't look different. Like on the outside, it's the See, same. See, that's good. Cause I've always been worried about that. Is it just going to like, like hang? Like what? <laughs> right. Right. Like, is it going to Yeah, because I've heard that. Like, you see the, like, the Ali Wong um, special that she did, and she talks about her oh, vagina right. being to the floor. And I'm like, oh, my God, what? But I will say this. I've always had, like, kind of, like, big pussy lips. So maybe, maybe, like, mine are just, like, maybe it says more about what my vagina looks like before, <laughs> is what I'm saying. <laughs> so I don't know. Like, I never had one of those, like, cute little like oh ladies. no I don't I you don't either I, mean? I don't I think it's just like an Asian thing I think most of them are Audis oh really yeah because mine is too and then like they all like just have like that darker labia too usually yeah true oh actually but you know what like not to be gross but my cousin is um has an any oh really yeah she doesn't know that I know <laughs> but I saw it once, like, when I was younger, and I remember thinking, like, holy shit, why doesn't my vagina look like that? hmm Yeah, I remember the first any I saw, too, and I was like, oh, mine's broken. Yeah. It's so much cuter when it's an Yeah, Innie. it's less intimidating, <laughs> I think. Yeah. But I have found that girls with bigger pussy lips are hornier. Really? <laughs> and I've actually talked about that with my friend Dave, and, like, he agrees. So, you know, that's two people that think that. Start asking people. Yeah. <clears throat> Any other questions? <laughs> um. Okay, so obviously, like you, pretty much look like the same as before you had a baby. So, what, like, when did you like feel like you started to like lose the baby weight? Because I didn't know that you still looked pregnant after the baby came out. Oh my God. I am so glad I knew that part because otherwise, like, I would have been devastated. Like, so, yeah, so the baby comes out and, like, you, like, legit look pregnant the next day. And you're like, what the fuck? Um, yeah, so, like, but it, it goes back down to, like, pretty much where you're at now. Maybe even a little bit later is kind of, I think, where it ends up the next day but that actually every single day it gets smaller and I would say like I by by like the third or fourth day I didn't look pregnant um because like the uterus contracts and like um you're like you lose a lot of fluids and blood um also like depending on what kind of birth you give like if you do the epidural and stuff like they pump you with so much fluids so like that bloats mm-hmm. you and stuff so like that kind of goes away within like I would say four to five days um but for me like a lot of the weight shed it off naturally which I didn't believe when other people mm-hmm. said because I was like yeah yeah like that's what people say um but it really did a, mo- the majority of it came off naturally like I didn't diet I didn't um really I definitely did not exercise or do anything I was like basically laying in bed breastfeeding Mm -hmm. for like a good month um and so much weight just came off naturally um and then 
this is like not an ad and I don't think they would even want an ad from me, but like I, I got a Peloton bike, Mm -hmm. um, which is like that spin bike with the monitor that you can do at home. So it feels like you're doing a real spin class. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I also got this thing called the mirror. Um, Oh, I've seen that. Yeah. Um, I just got that like a couple of weeks ago and that like has a ton of workouts. It's a mirror that turns into like a trainer. Um, and I've been doing like Pilates and bar on that. And honestly, like, again, not an ad, but those two things have like, they were such game changers for me. Cause like in the beginning, even now, like four months in, like if I have an hour free, like I don't want to leave the house to go to the gym. Like I would rather, like, I just mm-hmm. don't want to, like, there's other things I'd rather do, like take a nap or <laughs> I don't know, like, you know, like connects with my husband or like right. whatever, you know? Um, so for me, like the ability to work out from home was a real, real, like, I wish I had that motivation. Like, I just feel like I get tempted to do anything but work out if it's like in the house. Like I'm me too. But the fact that it's a class for me is Mm -hmm. helpful. Like I had a treadmill in LA for like five years and no joke, I used it That's once. kind of what happened to like, ours. It, I think I've used it, like, a handful of times. Yeah. And then it just collects mm-hmm. dust. But, um, but yeah, like, for me, like, the fact that it's a class and there's someone, like, talking to you and motivating. Like, I don't know. For me, like, that's – it makes a difference. I don't know. I told Annika to get a Peloton, too. And I, I think she did How fast one. did you get back on, like, um, working out with that? Um, pretty much – everything for me like for me like the six week mark was everything Mm -hmm. like first of all I was I don't know if I had postpartum but I was I was a little depressed and anxious for the first six weeks like just a hormonal Mm -hmm. mess like I cried a lot I really like there were moments where I was like have I made the biggest mistake of my life you can't undo it um (laughs) you can't undo it yeah you can't undo it and also, like, I, there were moments I felt, like, really resentful of Sean because there's so much that, like, there's only so much mm-hmm. he can do. Even though he was, like, he works from home, he's really present, he helps, like, every second he possibly can. Even even with all that, like, at the end of the day, only you can do certain things mm-hmm. for the baby. So that, I don't know, that, like, made me kind of resentful, like, that in combination with, like, the hormones. But the second, like the six week mark hit, like I felt better. I could start working out. I could start having sex. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if it's like this for everyone, but for me, like that's when things really changed. And now I'm like obsessed with my baby. Like I wasn't that, I wasn't like that in love with him at first. Like (laughs) I was kind of like, Oh cool. It feels like I got a puppy, but like Yeah, and that's, like, a common, like, concern, you know, for a lot of moms is, like, not immediately loving the baby or, like, being infatuated. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I felt really guilty, like, and especially because I was, like, is it, because I don't know, for me, like, I had never heard anyone say that they didn't feel anything but, like, overwhelming love for their baby right away. Like, most people are, like, oh, I looked in his eyes and I just knew, like, my life would be different, blah, 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 like, all this profound shit. And I was just, like, uh, <laughs> cool. 
Like, no, one of my girlfriends, so she, like, wanted a girl so bad, like, dead set on having a girl. She found out she was having a boy mm-hmm. and was so pissed off, and it, like, carried even until, like, delivery. They, like, went to hand her the baby, and she was just so pissed that it was a boy. She's like, no. I was oh. like, oh, my God. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I wanted a girl, too, but now, I don't know, like, now I genuinely like love having a boy and and also like I I love him so much now like I'm obsessed with him like I take him to everything I had a photo shoot the other day and I took him with me just so I could like breastfeed in between photo sets and like I don't know like I the more the more he's around the more I'm like you know what like I can do anything I want with him like I can just take I took him to Ibiza (laughs) Because I was hosting a party for That's Pornhub. That's amazing. And like, yeah, like it, it's, everything is so doable. And like, now I feel like empowered by it. And I'm like, I'm, I'm like upset that I ever thought that. Well, I that's because what, that's everyone tells you that though, right? Like no one right. is like, oh, you can take your baby to Ibiza and have a great time with like your family. Like they're like, no, your life is over. You'll never, tra- never, never travel again. Like don't forget right. about dinner and if and if you do you're bad right. like you're a bad totally. person or something so yeah um okay so I have a bunch of listener questions okay. um so do you want to help me answer them sure <laughs> cool <clears throat> it's called ask a porn star at perps 666 asks what gets you off the most like what is a guaranteed climax Guaranteed climax for me would have to be like a combination of like clitoral stimulation and then like mental stimulation. I think like mental for me is like the biggest thing. So you have to like really turn me on like with like words or like how you're like, I guess like your movements in the bedroom, like not like that sex movements. Right. But like, like being domineering for me specifically. Um, And then that's like guaranteed. I totally agree. Like mental is everything. Mm -hmm. I can literally come from just yeah, no, totally. Like if I'm like yeah. sitting on a sofa and like I like hump the sofa, totally. Or something. Yeah, um, yeah. Def- Do you think is that only women? No, because if you think about like especially younger men, like they can come in their pants pretty easy. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Oh, or like they'll come like just putting the condom on. Yeah, it's true. Um, at Whiplash asks, have you ever refused a scene? If yes, why? Oh, man, I've, re- I've refused a bunch of scenes. Um, for me, it would either be, like, I wasn't comfortable with, like, who they would pair me with or I wasn't comfortable with, like, the context mm. of the scene. So, like, I was always really specific about the type of content that would come out. So, um, for me, it couldn't be anything that was, like, super degrading in, like, a comedic way. Like, it's just not something I like. Um, so, those are usually why I would say no. Yeah, I agree. Like. I, I mean, I guess, like, comedic is, like, a really broad term, but I agree. Like, I never want to feel like I'm being laughed at. Right. Like, that's not – that doesn't feel sexy. No, there's nothing sexy about that. Like, I think there – yeah. In, if the woman's, like, consenting, then, like, you know, like, some of those, like, more rough scenes or where you are, like, degrading the woman can be super hot. But when it's, like, to mm-hmm. be made a joke, like, that doesn't interest me. Totally. I, I Yeah, I totally agree. I also, like, never – I refused a couple scenes where, like, they asked me to speak in a Japanese accent. Oh, wow. Did they ever ask you to do that? Or are you, like, not I'm not Asian, Asian enough, but I have tried to get me to do um, 
like Latina stuff and I'm not even like Latina like I'm like Spain like Spain <laughs> Spanish like it's totally different right um and I'm like well <laughs> a this is super racist and b like I, I just don't like th- it's a lie like absolutely not like I'm not sp- like I don't speak Spanish I'm not Hispanic like I don't know right I could see how people would try to book you for like like you're pretty ambiguous looking like you look like mm-hmm. you could be from anywhere Right. But porn is actually, like, very racist. So racist. It's, like, the last place people are still allowed to be racist. Actually, another scene I turned down, it kind of goes hand-in-hand hand with this question, is um, I was supposed to – I so I had a yes list for, like, the majority of my um, shooting career. Mm-hmm. And at the very end, like, when I knew I was wrapping up, I got a lot more, like, loosey-goosey with it. Mm-hmm. A yes um, list, like, for anyone that doesn't know, is, like, a list of guys that you will work with. Right. So we're like the picky bitches in the industry. But also you were contracted. And when you're contracted, like you're afforded those luxuries. Totally. Yeah. So I definitely like got some things that like a lot of people like probably couldn't. Um, But so they went to pair me with like the director, which is always like a bad thing. Like I've never really experienced like a good situation where the director was also the talent. Mm -hmm. Um, But I was like, whatever, like it'll be fine. I've heard good things about him. And then I found out that, I mean, he wasn't black, but they marketed him as black. Okay. um, Just because he had like really, really, really dark skin. Um, And they knew I hadn't shot any like IR scenes. And like there was word that I was supposed to with Greg. So uh-huh. I got booked for this scene, and then I found out through the grapevine that, that it was for one of their IR um, sections on the website. And I was like, absolutely not. Like, that is so messed up to do to somebody. Yeah, because imagine- you, yeah. For Wait, but, like, let me explain the scenario, because I feel like, like, if you're not in porn, like, you don't know. But, like, so, like, your first IR scene is, like, something you can sell. Like, whether totally. that's, like fucked up or not it's just the reality of porn like I sold my first IR same kind of embarrassed about it now but like what can you do it was the past um it was a different world back then (laughs) and so like by doing that to you like they took money out of your pocket one and make you look it makes you look like an asshole because you already had this deal with Greg right so like now it's like now it looks like you were trying to like make money twice on your quote unquote first IR Right. Oh, okay. Okay. So no, you didn't totally. even. Yeah. Yeah. So I never, no, I, I canceled it the night before when I found out and I was like, don't ever, I went straight to like the like president of the company. I was like, this is what your director's doing. Like I was like, absolutely right. not. Wow. That's crazy though. That like they market him as black, even though he's not. Mm-hmm. That is really crazy. Um, I remember back when, before I had ever shot my first IR, I remember I was doing a movie. It was a feature, meaning, you know, there's like a plot and lots of days where you're just doing dialogue and reading a script and not having sex. But I remember there was, um, so I was doing a movie with Mr. Marcus, Mm -hmm. but we didn't have a scene in it together. Mr. Marcus is a black performer. And, um, and you know, like Mr. Marcus, like I always thought was like super hot and charming and we would fuck behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. and and like there was one moment where we were fucking and then like a bts camera came in <laughs> and i remember just being like you cannot put that in the movie because i'm still trying to sell my first die hard oh i'm like yeah it's it's definitely it's a business move but 
Well, I kind of did that with, like, my anal scene. Like, I would, if there was, like, a dude I was super into and we were, like, shooting, like, a gonzo kind of day, um, like, if it was at the right angle, like, we would be having anal. And, like, <laughs> you just wouldn't see it. Like, just make sure it's not in camera because I'm selling this eventually. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's true. Yeah. But it's not even just money either. Like, you can get a good deal out of it. Like, you can get a whole showcase movie for yourself or, like, and oh, then totally. it's a lot of promo. And it's, yeah, it's definitely, like a business move um next question wine and booze asks since your body is your job what's the best workout regimen slash diet I think everyone responds to like different diets and workouts differently Mm -hmm. so like someone might like do really well in like high carb or like weight training or you know whatever it is so I think it's just more about like being aware of like how your body responds to everything um so I do like a mix of everything so I do Pilates yoga and then like circuit training and then for diet like I don't really diet like I eat like real food like I don't do like processed bullshit Mm -hmm. but um yeah I don't really like diet wow I what about you um I diet really hard I'm really all the time yeah and it's um that was like one of my biggest concerns like as fucked up as this sounds like I remember when I got pregnant like I was like fuck I can't like diet the way I'm used to Mm -hmm. um because now I want to like keep this baby inside healthy and alive Mm -hmm. um so but like usually um I used to not eat grains at all like zero grains unless it was a cheat day and cheat days were either once a week or once every two weeks depending on like what I had coming up um And then I would also intermittent fast, which is like when you don't – basically, I would start eating around 2 p.m. And then I would stop eating around 10 p.m. every day. Oh, my God. Um, Yeah, I know. Like I – so my family like is – I have a lot of overweight people in my family. Um, and, And like I think just, you know, my mom was always dieting when I was younger. And I think it just got into my head like oh my God, I need to always be on a diet. So Mm -hmm. pregnancy definitely really challenged that. And even now, like I'm breastfeeding and like it's, it's kind of, I don't know. It's kind of a challenge. Because you have to eat more. Yeah. You have, and like, I'm I'm not crazy enough that I'm still going to diet because, you know, like I, I want to feed my kid. (laughs) Right. But, um, yeah. So usually I'm usually a lot crazier about diet. Um, and then for workout, I, I I pretty much just do everything. But right now I'm just doing Peloton and that mirror thing. Mm-hmm. And like you, I do Pilates and yoga. And I used to do Barry's Boot Camp a lot. Those always looked fun. I've never done one though. Super fun. But in New York, it's like $40 a class, which is like every minute. I'm like, that. there goes a dollar. <laughs> so... <laughs> It's kind of Make crazy. it count. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and finally, the last question is from Ivy Cordova. What's the best smear-proof makeup you've worn on film? I'm tired of looking in the mirror after sex or the gym and realizing my eyebrows have migrated. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Um, I don't think that you should be worried about wearing makeup during sex or the gym, though, in real life. Like, I don't. Like, I only did that because I was getting filmed with, like, 4K cameras, like, up my butt. So, like, That's true. I, I wouldn't 
do that on my own. But um, I would say the only thing that's like never smeared on me is like airbrush, but then you look weird in real life. Yeah, that I will say a lot of the makeup that looks great on camera looks very weird in real life. Yeah, like a doll almost. Because it looks, it's so thick. Mm-hmm. That being said, I am a fan of wearing makeup. Um, and I do, I, I, I think I definitely wear more makeup than like the average person on an average day. Um, but brands, I really, I really like the RCMA foundation. Um, even when I had like my heaviest, heaviest acne, that stuff like didn't break me out more than I already was. Um, and that stuff is like waterproof. Um, and then I also like, there's a brand called Jane Iredale, um, and I like her mineral makeup. And then for eyeliner, I like the um, what I I never know how to say this brand. Is it N Y X or N Y X? Do you know? What I'm I would about? I always say N Y X. So it's N Y X, and it's their um, liquid liner, and that stuff does not move. Really? Because yeah. it's so cheap. I would never have guessed. It's so cheap. And it used to be even cheaper. It was like $1 or something. But that brand is really good. Um, I, I love everything they do. Their black eyeshadow is so black. Um, it's a great brand. Um, huh. So, yeah, that's what I would recommend. Um, all right. So, we're actually at the end of the podcast. And I end every show the same way. It's with um, the questions from, do you know that show Inside Actress Studio? No. Well, anyway, it's from that. <laughs> <laughs> and um, you just have to give me short answers, no explanation necessary. Um, it's kind of a personality test. So um, yeah, so just give me the first thing that comes to mind. Ready? Okay. What is your favorite word? Uh, I, that's a hard one. Um, fuck, maybe. What is your least favorite word? Mm, I guess I'm going to be like super cliche and say moist. What turns you on? Humor. What turns you off? Cockiness. What is your favorite curse word? I'm going to double down and say fuck. <laughs> what sound or noise do you love? Um, I actually like, like, the ASMR stuff, like, the combs. Oh, my God, me too. (laughs) I love ASMR. Um, shit, I lost my place. Okay. Oh, what sound or noise do you hate? I would say anything that's, like, a, like, a, like, a nail on anything. Or, no, cotton. I'm going to say cotton. Cotton being pulled apart is the Oh, stop. Oh, my God. I hate cotton and styrofoam to me are like, I can't even touch it. Uh, Okay. Like, are your toes curled right now? Yeah. 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 I can't even think about it. Okay. Moving on. What profession other than your own would you like to attempt? I would say like something in like the dressage world. Like if I didn't have to worry about like money because there's no money in it oh yeah, wait what is that like a fashion designer <laughs> no what is you it know, have you ever have you ever seen like the dancing horses like the competitions where they're kind of like wait that's prancing? what that word means <laughs> yeah 
<laughs> oh my god, I'm such an idiot. Uh, it's not like a super common thing. So. Hold on, you're a horse person. I'm a yeah, I'm a horse person. What? Yeah. You don't seem crazy enough. I know. I think it was because like I I went like a long period of like a crucial the crucial ages without a horse. Like I okay. had one for a while. Then my mom like got rid of them, and then I like went without up until just like recently. Interesting. Yeah. I have this theory that like horse people are all nuts. They are though. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm not like crazy enough to be like really fully accepted into the group. Right. So, that's, but it's, that's yeah, it's so fun. interesting. Um, what profession would you not like to do? Anything that had like a specific time I had to like be there and leave. Like I, I have like control <laughs> issues. So, so any, have, like, any job. <laughs> any job where I'm working for somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. Couldn't do it. And finally, if heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? Oh, man. Um, I don't know. Just welcome, I guess. Like, what else? What That's else a good one. You, yeah. Um, How did you answer that one? I don't know. I've never answered these myself. I just ask them. I don't know. I guess I would want to hear something like calories don't count up here or something like that oh my god that's a way better one <laughs> um wait but hold on before we go i want to ask you why why are horse people crazy like what why so i think it's it depends on the type of horse person you are so there's like western and then there's like english so from what I've like seen personally is like the English side, which is more like your dressage or like your hunter jumper. Like it's a lot more like meticulous. So I think you get like a lot of like anal retentive people over there. And then on the Western side, it's like fucking crazy town because everything is like super adrenaline and like super fast paced and like wild, wild west. So I think to like be good at either, like to where like you're being noticed, you have to be like the extremes of those. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, I think that's probably why. It's also like, I feel like it's just, I'm like so shocked that you're a horse person. Because also like I'm shocked because I didn't know that about you. And I feel like most horse people will let it be known that they're horse people like within five minutes of meeting you. (laughs) Like they'll find a way to like make the conversation about horses. Well, I think that's with, like, almost anyone, like, with whatever their hobby is, is, like, a lot of people aren't, like, balanced. So, like, whatever mm. it is that they have in their life, they're, like, hyper-focused mm. on but it. But especially horse people. Especially horse people. Yeah. And I'm, like, too busy to be, like, a full-time, like, horse person. Because you have to spend so many hours and really, like, commit. You know what I mean? Like, right. I only was doing – like, before I found out I was pregnant, I was only doing, like, three days a week. Um, and in the horse world, it's not in the horse world though. Like in the horse world, you'll talk to like these girls that are riding like 10 horses a day. Oh, yeah, it's a lot. Damn. Um, okay. And we talked a lot about your Snapchat and your website, but can we tell people where to go to find you for that? Yeah. So my Snapchat is, um, just snaplovia.com and then my website is fallenlovia.com. So if you're into pregnant chicks, right, you have have all this content. Five more months <laughs> to check that out. <laughs> Although you know what, people liked mine so much. Like the, 
the what's called the response was so overwhelmingly positive that I still upload my pregnancy content like all the time. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, thanks again for having me. And once this comes out, the whole world will know you're pregnant. I know. So be nice, everyone on yeah. social media. Yeah, be nice. Yeah, be nice. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank you. Thanks. Bye.